0: Welcome to the Dive In Movie Cast, a film podcast where two unqualified critics give their opinions and try and differentiate themselves from every other podcast out there. My name is Hayden. <gasps> and I'm Wesley. <laughs> and this week, if you can't tell based on how fast I'm talking and yeah. based on Wesley's energy, we're going to get right into Cocaine Bear. Yeah. I didn't
1: actually just do cocaine. Just so you know, didn't actually just do that. Yeah.
0: We're just acting. There's no no cocaine being used here. Yeah. We're more uh, marijuana to- <laughs> type guys ourselves (laughs) but wow we're right off to the to a crazy episode here
1: yeah wild
0: um so you may be listening to this and you're wondering what is cocaine bear about it sounds like a crazy movie yeah and the plot's pretty simple if you're wondering what cocaine bear is about it is about a bear that consumes just quite a lot of cocaine
1: yeah a bear on cocaine and that's that's
0: about it that's the log line right there (laughs) yeah um okay before we get into this movie i don't did you think Cocaine Bear was a good movie? Look. What did you think of Cocaine Bear?
1: Here's the thing. I went into Cocaine Bear expecting to see a bear on cocaine murdering people. And that is exactly what I got. So, to be honest, I like I did enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. But it's not the greatest movie. <laughs> okay. Because the plot is just like so simple. And then they're like, well, we have to make this an hour and forty-five minutes or however long it is. So
0: I will say the movie is an hour and 32 minutes. I'll be honest with you. Drags quite a bit for an hour and 32 minutes. I don't, there was times where I was checking my watch already and I was like, Oh God, this is an hour and a half movie. This should not be happening. That being said, I had quite a bit of fun with cocaine bear. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where somebody asks you, did you like cocaine bear? And then the follow-up question is, but is it a good movie? Mm -hmm. No, it's not a good movie. It's not. Um, but did I like it? Yeah, I think so. I think I had a fun time with cocaine bear. So Let's just get straight into our thoughts on it, I guess. Before we do, though,
1: um, for anyone who is unaware, uh, this is a real—it's based on a real story. Um, A long time ago, uh, in, like, 1970-something— if I had it pulled up and ready to go, that would be awesome. But I actually don't. I currently have the page on Meth Gator, which we'll get into later. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole other conversation <laughs> point. Um, but yeah, this is a true story. So uh, on December 23rd of 1985, there was a report of a 175-pound black bear whose body was discovered in the mountains of Chattahoochee, Chattahoochee, I think, National Forest. Um, about 80 miles north of Atlanta, Georgia, and just south of the Tennessee border, near to a duffel bag and 40 packages of cocaine. hmm Um, so there was, in real life, there was a, uh, drug smuggler who was flying a plane, uh, over this area of land called Blood Mountain, uh, which it's called in the movie. I don't know if that's what it's called in real life. Um... It sounds like to, a fake
0: mountain name, I'll be honest with you. It yeah. could be real, but...
1: Um, and due to the weight of all the cocaine, he had to dump some cocaine. So he dumped a bunch of cocaine and then jumped out of the plane, uh, but died. Like Parachute failed. The, is parachute is failed said. or something. Um, and he was discovered on some random old person's like lawn. Uh, and then they went out searching for the cocaine and found this grizzly bear dead.
0: So the story in real life is a little more anticlimactic. Yeah. You know, like it's there is a cocaine bear.
1: And they and they found the bear like three months after it had happened. Right. Um, yeah. And all the cocaine, too. Or some of the cocaine. Because apparently there's still some cocaine out in the woods somewhere. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll tag it towards the end of the movie. It's just in like, case it's anyone wants some
1: like 20-year-old, 30-year-old cocaine, go out looking in the woods for it. Maybe yeah, you'll find it. Might just
0: find it. Or you <laughs> will find a bear on the <laughs> on cocaine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, the movie is based on a true story. How much so? Not much at all. Yeah. It's really just the log line of, like, a bear did coke after a drug dealer threw it out of his plane. But the movie does start with that, that drug dealer sequence, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. You mm-hmm. have uh, an absolutely coked-out Matthew Reese uh, just throwing the coke out of the plane. He's just insane energy, and then he goes to jump out of the plane, and he just nails his head on the top of the plane and, yeah, falls, to and falls to his death.
1: Knocked out falls to his death.
0: I don't know if that's what happened in real life, but that's a pretty degrading way to go.
1: I I feel like he was probably also on cocaine, mm. and he just like he's trying to lessen the load. Was so drugged out that he couldn't uh like gauge the landing.
0: Yeah, I was like, I'll be fine. I, I think before we do go any further, it's important for us to note we've never done cocaine. Per- particularly, don't really have any interest. Nope, never uh, been around. Plenty of people on cocaine, mm-hmm. and I can say that I find it's one of those things where it makes you either the most annoying person in the room or you can't tell that a person's on coke. They're, they're behaving yeah. exactly the way you know them as or they are, like, completely manic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cocaine's one of those things where it's such an important part of, um, like, American storytelling. Like, really, you can, like, just go back.
1: Weirdly enough, it is. It is.
0: It's, it's got this, like, huge chokehold over, like, the culture. Movies, like... And that, regardless of that's in the movie, like, whether that's a part of the plot mm-hmm. or if your favorite movie was made by a director coked out of his mind, it, it all comes back around at some point. It's one of the two. I guess just, like, what I'm what I'm trying to say right now is, um. Do, what's your relationship with cocaine as somebody who has not done it at all, and with me also being someone who has not done it at all?
1: Well, similarly, I... I... Like you said, I've never done cocaine. Um, I do know people who have done cocaine, and I've heard lots of crazy stories. Uh, It sounds so unappealing to me. Yeah, I'm good. I'll have a red I don't understand why people are like, take this drug, feel crazy for like a couple hours, uh, and then it just sucks afterwards. I'm like, Oh so no
0: a lot of bad decision making comes into play with, yeah. with that particular drug yeah that's the thing i feel like
1: another thing about cocaine is like any t- three hours and like manically plan the rest of my life out right, right. and then and i'm like and then nope. nothing at all so i'm like okay interesting um yeah. but to see like it's funny because we know like The basics of cocaine. I feel like most people know kind of the basics of what cocaine would do to you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, it it is one of those drugs where just like everybody kind of just knows what it is.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's some drugs that people kind of know, like cocaine, weed, those kind of things. Like people know the effects of those. And so it's funny because some of the jokes made in the movie are like directly related to if you know what cocaine is or the effects that cocaine have on you, these are like for you. Like, there's a moment where one of the kids is like, I feel like this weird dripping in the back of my throat. And that is an, a side effect of cocaine. Um, and so it's kind of funny to see those little moments. Uh, like, I I would say that I'm not a cocaine connoisseur. Connoisseur, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know, like, the basics. And so it's so interesting to put. It's like, I think this movie is like Sunday night wrestling. Hear me out. Okay. Where you've got, like, the most insane, wild people, like, dressed up in these outfits or with these gimmicks or, like, uh, people coming out with anacondas over their shoulder or uh, the guy with the claw or John Cena or whatever. Right. But in the end, you know it's just, like, two dudes fighting each other, but there's something about the combination of this intense, like... I'm the undertaker and I'm coming for you. And like these two dudes getting in the ring that you're like, Whoa, this is so exciting. I feel like cocaine and bears on their own are like kind of exciting, but then you put the two together and you're like, Whoa, okay, wait a minute. I'm here for the story. Right. Uh, or not actually, I'm here for the cocaine bear. Right. Um, So I, I think it's just kind of, it's kind of fun. um, The combination of these two just insane things. Yeah. um, To make this fun movie.
0: And it's like, for me, I have no interest in ever doing it. But I think that's why I'm so drawn to these movies about people, you know, ruining their lives. Or Mm -hmm. just the great. like Babylon's one of my favorite movies of the year. That's the most coked out movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, And so I find it so enticing to watch, regardless of the fact that, it just doesn't appeal to me. I'm just like, quite frankly, I've had enough drug PSAs scare the shit out of me when I was nine, so I'm just like, I'm, I'm so good. Like, and I don't... the other
1: thing too. It's like, most of the time in movies when cocaine is involved, it ends badly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, good on movie movies for showing like, anyone being on cocaine, nothing good comes of it. Right. Um, and I, I find it funny too, in this movie, in the beginning of it, they're showing like, old drug PSAs, because this, it would have literally been right around the time it's that, mid-80s, yeah. Yeah, that, like, drugs are running rampant, and Dare is the thing, and uh, they have those commercials, which is one of them we saw in the movie, where it's, like, the guy cracks an egg into a pan. He says, this is your brain on drugs. Yeah.
0: Any questions? I think this was actually... And I don't want to speak out of my ass a little bit, but I, I'm pretty sure this was when the war on drugs became like a full on thing. Really? It was like right around the 80s, was when like. Well, yeah, the, the, yeah, this is the, the time period. All the yeah. PSAs, all like the real cracking down from the police on like how they're treating this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that having those kind of commercials to start this movie off is an effective way of just being like, all right, we're about to make a lot of cocaine jokes, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah, it's horrible. And Cocaine Bear also does show pretty effectively. No good comes out of this. The yeah. same, the same way that other movies do. It just uses a different way of showing that.
1: Yeah, a bit of a different approach.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so Wesley, I've seen people saying online I th- that this movie would be better if it wasn't a CGI bear. And to that, I I have to argue. No. Would you have preferred they get a real bear and give it Coke? No. Right. <laughs> the
1: like the thing about <laughs> the thing about that is like, please, please. Tell me how that makes any sense.
0: Right, it doesn't. And honestly, this movie's stupid. Why are you so upset about a CGI bear? Right. Literally.
1: And also, like a regular bear can't do the things that this bear does. Yeah, oh, um, like I
0: want that bear to climb the tree. Except I wish it wasn't CGI. I wish it was a real bear.
1: Yeah. No. You want to traumatize all the actors by having a l- real bear on set with a movie that's <laughs> talking about a bear that murders people? It's just a bad argument. horrible argument. Because like the other thing too is. There is some wild shit that this bear does. Pardon my uh pun there. <laughs> Didn't intend on that one. But um this bear does some crazy stuff. It's true. And you, you, like a normal bear cannot do any of these things. Um I was t- I was like while we were watching the movie, Hayden and I literally watched this movie like 30 minutes ago.
0: It's just a casual Sunday morning, two two bros going out and seeing cocaine <laughs> bear at 12 p.m. It doesn't Hell get better yeah. than
1: that. Um so like There's a moment where this bear literally uh, is so quiet and stealthy I turned over Hayden I was like why this is like the quietest grizzly bear I have ever seen
0: yeah grizzly bears I don't know if anybody listening to this has encountered one I personally haven't but I I get the vibe that it's not a very silent animal no so I don't understand why this bear is moving like John Wick at times it's like
1: creeping up on people in bushes and like climbing on roofs and yeah it's it's crazy
0: what a real bear are you kidding me if you've seen the trailer. Um, there's a moment where the bear jumps like 20 feet through the air.
1: Yeah, chasing an ambulance, chasing going an ambulance. like full speed. Yeah.
0: Uh, one of the standout sequences from the movie, which we'll talk about. But just mm-hmm. this bear is doing crazy stuff. And, you know, I'm a simple man. I think I'm very easy to get into seats in movie theaters. Like, I, we live in a time now where everybody's like, oh, I'm not going to leave my house for this movie. I'm going to wait for that to hit streaming. The amount of people in my life who have been like, I'm going to wait for Cocaine Bear to hit streaming. I'm not. No. I want to see this bear on Coke, and I want to see it on the big screen. Yeah. Um, do you think people who are going out to see a bear on Coke are going to leave this movie theater? Like, that delivered. That's what I wanted it to be. No. No?
1: Not at all. Okay. Um, Here's the thing. <laughs> I think that, like, if you are like Hayden and I, and you are willing to take movies just at face value and be like, this is about to be a movie about a bear on cocaine, and that's it then you'll probably enjoy it. But if you are the average moviegoer who's like, hell yeah, a bear on cocaine, that sounds awesome. You go see it, you will be disappointed. I'm sorry. Like, the bear is on cocaine, and it does murder people, but it's like maybe 25% of the movie.
0: There is a lot of nonsense here. I wish we got a little bit more cocaine bear in our cocaine bear movie.
1: Yeah, like, to be fair, the bear does show up a lot. It is around run a lot, but there's also like, I think I counted eight different subplots that are also happening, um, and I feel like it was just kind of to fill time, which is upsetting, but hey, it's a movie about a bear on cocaine. What, you don't have a lot right there, so yeah. Um, it's, it's still very entertaining, and I think that most people, when they go see it, will be like, okay, yeah, I had a fun time with that, uh, but it's not great.
0: Right, and I did enjoy seeing it in a movie theater, but I do think this movie will thrive once it hits streaming services. Oh yeah, is where people will be like, okay, Friday night, me and my friends are gonna watch Cocaine Bear. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, we we saw it twelve p.m. on a Sunday, and there was like eight people in our theater. There was
1: eight people, and there was also a guy behind us that was dying.
0: Yeah, I like, thought it was hysterical. He w- thought it was so funny. You want to place our bets? Do you think that guy was on cocaine for Cocaine Bear? Uh maybe. Honestly,
1: you know what? If you're going to see this movie, consider taking drugs beforehand. <laughs> I,
0: I hit I hit the dab pen once or twice before this movie because I just you gotta go in with a little bit of an enlightened enlightened it's, space.
1: It's a little goofy. It's yeah. a little silly. Um, and I mean, as somebody who watched it completely sober, I still had a fun time. Um, but do yeah, it's you, just a
0: little goofy. Do you think you would have liked it more if you weren't sober? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Easy question, guys. When this movie comes out on streaming. Have a couple beers, watch it with some friends. Yeah, like that's the way to do it.
0: So this movie's directed by Elizabeth Banks. Do you know Elizabeth Banks? No. She is an actress who's most known as Effie Trinket in the Hunger Games movies. She wrote and starred in uh, Zach and Mary Make a Porno with Seth Rogen. Huh. So she's she's been around in a lot of stuff. She's the girl from Forty Year Old Virgin that hits on Steve Carell at the library. Really? So she's wow. she's been in a lot of stuff. But she's been attempting to get into directing. Her directorial track record. I'm going to lay it out for you really quickly. Okay. Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, the much maligned Charlie's Angels reboot with Christian Stewart from a couple years ago. People Ooh, hated that movie. Never saw it. It was bad. Um, and now Cocaine Bear. Okay, so what do you think of Elizabeth Banks' directorial career so far?
1: Um, I think if you switched around Pitch Perfect 2 and the Charlie's Angels reboot... uh. I would say she's only up up climb. Yeah. Like, it's getting better. Um, I would say, out of all three of those, I've seen all three of those, Cocaine Bear is definitely the best one. It is the best
0: one, so far. Uh,
1: No offense to Pitch Perfect 2, but...
0: What do we want to see from her next? Do we want a, a Cocaine Bear sequel? Uh, I hope
1: she's helping on working with Meth Gamer. <laughs> uh, now, I I have to explain it. Yeah, I had it, it at those the of end you... of the notes, but let's just
0: get right into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. For
1: those of you who don't know, um, at, like... I don't even think Cocaine Bear had come out when this got announced. It hadn't even been out yet in theaters, but they were already working on a movie about a meth alligator. Yes, and this comes. This also comes from a true story of not of a alligator on meth, but that would uh, be crazy. Yeah. Well, we're gonna see it, I guess. I'm very excited. But uh, there was a story about a police uh, force in. I want It's probably somewhere in Florida. Let's be honest. Um it always is. And they had made a post on their Facebook page telling people to not flush meth down the toilet because it could get uh, put into like wildlife ponds and things and, so they, the police were really like, please don't put meth in the water because we don't want meth down animals.
0: Right. So they're trying to sound considerate. But in reality, they're actually very scared that if people flush their in meth reality, the toilet. In
1: reality, they are <laughs> genuinely terrified of a meth alligator. And I would I'm, be too. I really do hope that when meth gator comes out, uh, it follows a police officer who's just like paranoid about a meth gator.
0: So the thing about attack of the meth gator... Um, <laughs> Is that it's it's being done by the Asylum. Do you know about the Asylum? Yeah, I do. They're very well known for a term called Mockbusters, which is essentially every time a big movie comes out in Hollywood, the Asylum makes their own version of it. Yeah. Right? So the budget for this movie is going to be like Titanic 666 levels of quality. Yes. And, uh, so we're in for a very bad movie. Just yes. By de- off the rip. Yeah. So I think that'll be entertaining. I don't know. Are we looking forward to a drugged out animals cinematic universe here? I...
1: You know, I, like, could really go for, like, DMT Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, give me, um, I don't know, uh, Molly Zebra. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ecstasy Ostrich. Yeah, ecstasy Ostrich. Make it happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, honestly, if you're asking me if I could watch multiple movies about animals being... On drugs and killing people? I'd say yes. i say I'm here for it. <laughs> like, I'm here for it, kind of, you know?
0: Um, but I don't think it's a viable franchise. I, I completely agree. So 20 minutes into our Cocaine Bear pod, <laughs> do, do you think that this is degrading for us as movie podcasters? <laughs> is, is my next question for you. Um...
1: Not at all. I was, Hayden and I were talking about this episode before we started doing it. We're like, what are we going to talk about? Um, But these are one of those episodes where it's just kind of like, we're having fun with this one. Yeah. Like, like, we're not seriously being like, let's critique Cocaine Bear. We're here to just tell you how the movie was and if you should watch it or not.
0: Yeah. And like, I have this thing in my brain where like my non critic brain, would rate this differently than my critic brain would yeah but my critic brain doesn't want to rate a movie like cocaine <laughs> it's kind of offensive
1: you don't want to put it in the ranks
0: yeah i had to put it in my 2023 li- ranking list and i was just like oh i have to make this better than a movie yeah like, the fact that this is like better than like megan i'm like damn that's that's a weird feeling i don't think so have you seen megan yet no oh, okay the un- <laughs> I unrated version to. the unrated version is now out so maybe, oh. check, maybe check it out so. oh okay Anyways, back to Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we mentioned a little bit earlier that there's multiple plot lines going on in this movie. Mm -hmm. That there is. Nearly eight. There's eight of them. It's overwhelming. Um, Do you think that the the way that they've got this movie set up pretty much is you have all these characters who are all converging around this Cocaine Bear. Mm -hmm. All these characters who have ended up in the woods at the same time. They all have different agendas. They all have different things going on. And yet this Cocaine Bear is kind of tying everything around them pretty much like an anthology of sorts all around this weird cocaine bear do you think that that plot setup works or do you think that it kind of hinders the experience of the movie
1: i would say that it definitely hinders it i agree like i i'm there for the cocaine bear just give me the cocaine bear that's it we only
0: need a couple characters you know like
1: any normal serial killer movies or just like murder movies where people get killed or whatever a lot of those characters are just like one-off random kills but in this movie they have the need or they feel like they have to give a lot of these characters backstory. Yeah. But I just genuinely do not care.
0: Yeah. We have the plot line with Carrie Russell, great actress, attempting mm-hmm. to find her daughter played by Brooklyn Prince uh, from the Florida project. Love seeing her. I don't know if I love seeing her in movies like this, but yeah. I love seeing her. Uh, I don't have the name of the other kid right now, but I'm just going to get it up really quickly. Cause I actually thought he was pretty great.
1: Yeah. There's like, um, so th- this plot line is there's a mother Who, uh, her kid was supposed to, her and her kid were supposed to go do this, like, fun wilderness hike and then paint a waterfall or something. Um, but then, uh, her mom has to go work late and overtime because, uh, she's in love with a pediatrician or something. Yes. Very Um, loose setup here. Very loose setup. And so she ends up going off with her friend instead. Uh. Skipping school. Skipping school, yeah. They have
0: this goal of painting. A, a,
1: the side a, of a waterfall.
0: Yeah, okay,
1: sure. Um, Which, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, but it is a waterfall, and you if you paint the side of it, would the water still not get on it and wash the paint away? I think it would. <laughs> Anywho.
0: <laughs> they're kids. We'll give it We'll yeah, give it to them. They're kids. Yeah. The other plot line, we have um, Ray Liotta, Alden uh, Ehrenreich, and uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. This plotline's pretty cool. Uh, Ray Liotta is a drug kingpin who is essentially getting his goons, uh, one of them, Alden Aranraig's character being his son, to go into the woods and try and retrieve this coke so that they don't all get murdered by the other drug dealers who will lose all this coke. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Isaiah Whitlock Jr. as a detective trying to find Ray Liotta's character. We have park rangers who are, I don't know, doing their thing. Doing their thing. <laughs> and then... Am I missing any? Is there other plot lines that I'm missing here? You've got a group of three random teens who keep
1: stabbing people
0: randomly. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck was going on there? Yeah, th-
1: this this plot line is bad. I don't know why it's even here. The, the um, woman is
0: literally like, they're just going around and just stabbing people.
1: Just stabbing people. What? Sure. Okay. Um, And you also... uh you got some paramedics but yeah they're... yeah you got a group of paramedics who they don't really have a plot. There's also like a subplot to Ray Liotta's plot where his son uh his son's wife died and he he has a kid um and Ray Liotta is essentially babysitting him uh the whole movie. I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense.
0: It Doesn't. And uh, it's needlessly convoluted for a movie called Cocaine Bear.
1: Yeah, there is like some of these what do you think? What subplots do you think work in this?
0: I think the Ray Liotta plot works very well. It should just be the main plot of the movie. Yeah. Um, I also think the Carrie Russell and Brooklyn Prince and um, Christian Convery is the, the mm. young actor's name. Um, I think their plot works very well. I, I really had a lot of fun when they were on screen. Actually, Christian Convery, I don't usually like very plucky kid actors like this but I thought he was hilarious. I had a lot of fun with him and his line deliveries. I,
1: I doubt that his accent is real.
0: Does yeah, it sounds, sounds pretty fake. Pretty bad. Yeah, he's But hey, from, he's a kid. It's from that Netflix show Sweet Tooth, which I never watched, but a lot of people liked. Never so. watched it. Um, yeah, I think that those two plot lines worked the best. But honestly, with a movie called Cocaine Bear, I think all of these plot lines aren't really the plot line I would have chose to write if I could have like wrote this movie. Yeah. Really, I would have just put a bunch of like 20-year-olds who are going out to camp in the woods, you know? Like, I think you can really simplify this movie by just making it a slasher with a cokedo bear. Yeah. Um, I think the desire to have all these different vibes and tones in the movie is kind of what pulls it down, because it's trying so hard to be funny. But then, Alden Aramag's character has this pretty serious plot about losing his wife to cancer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we don't, we don't need this in, in this movie. I think it's... I think
1: that I did enjoy. I will say, I did enjoy that they had other characters and like different plots going on. Um, because as great as a slasher with just like a coked out bear sounds, Mm -hmm. it sounds also like a really weak plot. Yeah. Like there's not not much much to explore there. Yeah. Um, versus what they're trying to do, which is have some stuff to explore and give some stakes for some of these characters. But yeah, you're right. We do just want to see the coked out bear. Um, And I will say, I think it was... Another thing I think that worked well was there was some comedy in this, which I think is important because the plot is so insane. Yeah. Like, you very much could have just a serial uh, killer movie or a slasher movie where it's just a coked-out bear. But having moments where, like, the bear lays on people and the bear is just, like, hitting its head against a tree, it's kind of funny.
0: I thought that moment at the very beginning... Where we see these kind of two hikers who are like... Oh, yeah,
1: that's another side plot. Yeah, yeah,
0: the two hikers, kind of like nature photographers or something of the sort. Yeah. Uh, very first scene, they're just like, oh, it's our first ever bear. Look, we finally seen one. And they're like zooming in on the camera to see it. The bear's just like losing its shit. It's just beating its head off a tree.
1: Yeah, because uh, it's all coked up. Very,
0: very effective moment.
1: Yeah. So like... I I enjoyed some of the comedic moments from the other characters, and I think they were important for the movie, but there was just so much
0: happening. So what plots, first off, would you ditch? Like, we already—we discussed which ones we'd leave, but, like, primarily if you had to, like, rank the ones, you'd get out of here.
1: Get rid of those three kids. Yeah. Like, they are not important. I understand that, like, they are kind of important to the overall plot, but you could do that— like so many different ways. Get rid of those guys who just randomly stab people in a bathroom.
0: And frustratingly enough, one of those guys becomes a part of the core Ray Liotta storyline. He's around yeah. for a while and it gets pretty old.
1: Yeah. Um, also, just get rid of the... There's like a weird love story with a park ranger and like a wildlife... Yeah, that can go. Dude, we don't need get that. rid of that. Yeah. Uh, Not important. Um, I will also say part of the... Part of like... Uh, the plot with the kids and the mom, there's like a part where uh, at the very end where the kid's like, I'm sorry to be so hard on you about this dude that you like. Shouldn't have done that. I'm like, who? Who? I forgot about him it's in like the some first 10 dude.
0: minutes. He, she's also not that hard on her mom about it. Not at she all. She just skips school to go hang out with her friend. She's not like this degenerate kid who like hates her mom for trying to like date some dude. She's really just like.
1: She really could have just been like, hey, sorry, I skipped school. Yeah. Like, uh, I apologize. And that's it. You didn't have to have that extra random dude in there. Like, um, to so get rid of that. Uh, also just like the detective, I understand why he's there.
0: And Isaiah Whitlock Jr. is so fun to watch. He's he like is, a really entertaining presence. But his plot was just like really, really weak. He like yeah, he's hunting Ray Liotta. He shows up and he dies. Literally, and not even by the bear.
1: No, by Rayliota. Yeah. Um. And like there, I know there are so many other ways you could probably make that way more interesting. Um, with giving him a bit more stakes in the situation because he pretty seemed pretty chill. Yeah, he's a cool for a, guy. He's a got cop a... who is like hunting down one of the biggest drug lords at the time, and a bear on cocaine. Mm-hmm. He seems pretty relaxed. He's got his little dog. He's got his little dog. Good vibes, which from was this kind guy. of funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't want to get rid of his plot, but I need it
0: to be fixed. Um. Give him some sort of role in like the finale. You know. Yeah. Have have the Rayliota conflict actually come to something? Because really he he gets a lot of screen time and then he just shows up and gets shot and mm-hmm. it's like oh we're we're done with him cool
1: yeah uh but yeah i think that's i think everything else i would keep like the paramedics are funny um it's a good little funny action scene uh yeah i think everything else is fine it's just those couple plots that i would just get rid of yeah not
0: necessary agreed those are the ones i'd think i'd get out of the way first as well they're just I get that we need people to die. It's a cocaine bear movie about a bear on coke killing people. mm -hmm. So we need these bodies. But, you know, as somebody who loves slasher movies, a lot of the time you can just insert characters to kill them. And that's okay. I think that's one of the conventions of the genre that people are just fine with. Like we don't need to spend 15 minutes with them to get to know them before a bear rips their arm off. Yeah.
1: For that group of kids, you literally could have just said they hang out. At this park.
0: And they're, shit, they're shitheads. And they're shitheads. Yeah. That's it. That's cool. all you
1: needed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and like the hikers at the beginning too, that's important to just kind of set everything up. And I like how the other hiker is still there at the end. Yeah. Uh, even though he does get killed
0: anyways, but. Off screen at that. Off screen, come on. I hate an off screen ass kill. Lane. Especially with
1: a cocaine
0: bear. Yeah. Um, So I guess like my next question is like these movie. this movie is trying to be too very Not different movies, but it's like it's a pretty effective gross out slasher horror movie at times, and then also trying very hard to be a comedy and not just a comedy, but like a a laugh out loud, see it in a theater with people comedy. Mm. Do you think the comedy works here? What what side of the movie do you think is more effective?
1: I definitely think that the cocaine bear, like killer vibe, is definitely the more effective vibe. Mm -hmm. I think the comedy could have worked, uh, but it was just sadly. With not the best writing, it's a lot of weird lines of dialogue. Lots of weird line, like there There's is one stuff. line of dialogue that I like burst out laughing at. Um, but it should not be that; it's so it's out of pocket. Are
0: you talking about when Ray Liotta says, yeah. Do "You guys have sand up your pussy"?
1: Yeah, he he literally goes, "You guys must have so much, or you guys have so much sand up your pussies," and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, it's like, where did? Like they're literally in a be- in a cave hunting down a bear, and he says that, and it's like, huh? The Great. Ray I have never, I have never heard anyone use that term in my entire life.
0: Me neither. And we grew up in like a country area, so if anyone's gonna say those sayings, it's like it's there. Yeah, but
1: I've never heard anyone use that term, and it's Rayliota too. So it's kind of funny. Because he's so genuine
0: about it. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's a great and he, actor. And he's selling it in moments that do not deserve it. Yeah. Um, so
1: yes, it's just uh, some of the some of the lines aren't the best.
0: Yeah. But I I do think that like it's one of those things where it feels like there might have just been a couple too many cooks in the kitchen yeah. for this movie. I don't know how many people wrote the script. I, I'd have to look into that. Um, but I just think that it just feels like there's a lot of people asking this movie to be a lot of different things and. Mm-hmm. really they should have just let it breathe as what it is i'm trying to avoid saying the word cocaine bear again because i, I the amount of times we've said it like you could play a drinking game with us at this point
1: let's just call him pablo escobar that's good too that's a good one Cokey the bear Cokey the bear a lot
0: of good ones here for us
1: <laughs> paddington at chew oh that, that's pretty good That um uh, sniffy the Pooh.
0: Okay, we're we're, yeah, we're going nice we're guy. losing we're losing the quality here, but I. I'm appreciate running the out of bears. Still. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a Bernstein Bears one, but we're just <laughs> gonna move on. We don't need to. We don't need to keep doing this.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: Okay, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about about, about Ray Liotta just for a minute, mm. because Ray Liotta is one of our great actors of the last thirty years. Um, you know, he's Henry Hill in Goodfellas. You can really just end the conversation here. It's a, one of the best performances of the last few decades, but. How do we feel about his final on-screen performance? Ray Liotta tragically passed away, uh, yeah, at the ending of last year or earlier or beginning of this year—I can't quite remember—but
1: um, it was last year.
0: Yeah, I was pretty devastated by that, and it, it really just felt like we were losing a lot of the, you know, the gangster movie actors in like rapid succession. And Ray Liotta too—he was, I think, early '60s, so he was younger. Yeah, um, it's tragic and RIP. But how do we feel about his final on-screen performance, being him torn apart from the inside? by a coked up pack of bears before it, the movie says loving memory of Ray Liotta <laughs> how do how you feel about that Um, like we said
1: his acting is really good in this movie it's way better than it needs to be Um, yeah it's like I feel like Ray Liotta took this job because his agent called him and said, hey, do you want to be in a movie about a bear on cocaine? And he said, yes. Play a gangster again. Yeah, exactly. You're a a crime lord. So I feel like he was kind of just there for the bag. But good. And this is not on him at all. This is on the directors and the writers. Um, Kind of a shitty way to go. Uh,
0: It's... yeah it's kind of a wet fart to a great legacy
1: i know it's and like i think the the topping on the cake was when at the end of the movie it said on screen in loving memory of ray liotta
0: i'm here for the sentiment but my reaction when it said that like the way i looked at you i was like no way they no like
1: way. fair he's an amazing actor but you 100 percent put that in at the end of the movie Uh, Because you were like, oh, we're editing this and he died. So I guess we should just chuck that in there.
0: Yeah. Like, Cocaine Bear was not made in loving memory of Rayleigh. No, it's not. (laughs) It is
1: not at all. Um, And so it's, I don't know, it's just like fair to recognize that and very good that you did. But why for this movie? Yeah. You know? Um, So, like, yeah, it's not the greatest send off for him. Uh, but I will say he was the best actor in this entire movie.
0: Agreed. Carrie Russell, um, also making a lot work with a pretty, very underwritten character. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. I effectively bought her as a mom trying to save her daughter and that's really all she's doing. She doesn't really have a lot more going for her, but I like Carrie Russell, so I thought she was good. Um, what's your favorite kill in this movie? Mm. There's one that Baby really kill. stands out to me.
1: You um, go first then.
0: Okay. So, while the cocaine bear is chasing the ambulance... uh, By the way, probably also just the standout sequence of the movie to me. I thought that that was a very tense, effective moment where it taps into the stupidity of a bear on coke chasing an ambulance. It's going so fast. And I was just like, this is really dumb. I'm having a good time. That bear is running 80 miles an hour. (laughs) It's moving. (laughs) Um, But anyways, the bear jumps through the air, like 20 feet, and it just lands in the back of the ambulance. Because for some reason, they have the door wide open. Um, Lands in the back... And they, the park ranger is on a gurney and the, the bear flips the gurney and the park ranger out of the moving vehicle lands on her face and yeah. just like, just drags. And you watch her face just kind of getting reduced for a couple seconds. And I was just like, that's the one that made me like out loud react. I was like, Oh, this is disgusting. It's yeah. not even directly caused by the bear either. It's just, I thought it was a really good kill.
1: I would agree. I would say that's probably one of the better ones. Um, I do think though... And, like, you know, I kind of wish we saw the grizzly bear really go at some people. Because we don't really
0: see it. A lot of it's, like, off-screen. I know. And the movie's 18. It's rated 18+. plus. So it's weird that there's so many off-screen kills here. Yeah. The, the most the graphic ones are off-screen. off, off screen.
1: Yeah. Um, but there is one that I think is pretty awesome. It's, like, the, the park... Um, or, like, the wildlife preservation guy that's with the park ranger. There's a point where... He gets covered in cocaine and then he climbs up a tree. And this is a this is a big thing in a lot of the movie where everyone is saying like what you should do when you encounter a grizzly bear, like fight back, because you have a better chance of survival, all these things. No one does any of that. Yeah. It's um, really weird. It gets mentioned a lot, but no one ever does any of that. And you would think the guy who is a like nature dude, he doesn't call animals animals, he calls them friends. Yeah would know that if you climb up a tree, the bear can also climb the tree. But he's up in the tree, covering cocaine, and the bear is going for the kid in the other tree, and then the bear smells the cocaine, and immediately runs down that tree, runs up the other one, and starts just mauling him. And he essentially is hanging upside down, getting his legs mauled in this tree, and he just drops to the ground. And then the bear gets to the bottom of the ground, sniffs him, and then sniffs cocaine right off his leg.
0: Yeah, so like the most effective gag of this entire sequence is that the dude is covered in coke because he was crawling around. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a whole line kind of just sitting on his leg. And the bear just does a line off of his like dismembered leg. And I think that's like kind of the most effective... Like that's what this movie is. Yeah, that is cocaine that's, right there in right that there. minute.
1: That is cocaine, bear.
0: Yeah. So I thought that one was really good. And then also, you know, going back to Ray Liotta, his death is pretty nasty. Where I you know, wish it was more violent. I know. For some reason, it's oddly easy to watch. Because what happens
1: is like the bear claws his stomach open, and then the two cubs of the bear start eating out his insides. And then instead of eating the rest of him, the bear just like kind of kicks him off the side of this cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, but holds on to the bag of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also thought was hilarious because I'm like, hell yeah. That bear is like, I'm not going to feed my kids this. I'm going to feed them the fucking cocaine. The, yeah, right. It's
0: way better. I also love how Ray Liotta shoots the, the bear. It falls and you for a minute, just brief, you're like, is the cocaine bear dead? <laughs> no it is not because someone throws a bag of coke in the air and it erupts off the side of the rock and the bear smells it and it's it eyes open and wakes back up wakes up it's alive again that is actually so good it's very dumb and I think yeah it was like
1: I, I saw it happening and I don't know if you heard me in the theater but I out
0: went no
1: yeah it's like, like there's, no there's
0: no way this is what they're doing It's got like a real epic action movie vibe to it when that bear smells the cocaine. I'm like, oh, he's not done. And
1: then you like, you see the one paw come up over the cliff. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's, this movie is just like so nuts that it's so fun.
0: Yeah. You just have to like really wrap your head around what it is. Yeah. So I guess my next question is, do you think it goes nuts enough? Like it is. It could go crazier. It could definitely go way crazier. I agree. There was some moment where I was like. In particular, there was one kill that left me really kind of just like, Aw. Um, It's when the thug is lined up with the door, and the bear's oh, yeah. hand comes through the door, and its claws kind of sink into the dude's face, but then it cuts away. We should have seen the bear rip that dude's face off. Yeah, it
1: would have been so that good. That would have been really dope. And, and then, because then later, we... So that's probably where that kid died, right? Later, the paramedics show up to the... Like the ranger park station where they are, he's a gun and he is oh, not no, in front he's not of the gone. door. Yeah, he is actually in the back room with his head ripped off in a bucket, and the kids just like sitting there. It's like the bear posed him there. <laughs> it's because it, like the bear also has blood all in his face, but no one else has been eaten, right? Like, it's just there's one another dude. kid in the room, uh, but the ranger accidentally shoots him in the head, um, when trying to shoot the bear. Uh, and he is still on the floor, untouched. This other kid just has his head ripped off. Uh, everything, his entire body's fine. And the park ranger just got, like, clawed up a bit. But the bear has, like, blood all over its face. So I'm just confused where all that blood came from.
0: Yeah, the bear was playing with this dude, I guess. Um, but, the hey, in he's The bucket, on... he placed it there.
1: Or, I sh- as I should say, she's on cocaine. Yeah. Uh, because it is a female bear. We're gonna get into that in just one second. Um, but, yeah, it's wild. Uh... Yeah, that scene's just a little nuts.
0: It it's not that the movie leaves a lot to be desired. There's just moments where I was just like I want more. Is there like a, you know, like a real R-rated cut for this movie because I just really want like some of these scenes to just go for an extra like 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Watching will get ripped apart a bit more. Yeah. But let's yeah, let's get into the Yeah. So there's the a moment of this bear.
1: Sorry, there's a moment that I found this really funny um and ridiculous. Uh you've got like the criminal coke group which is uh jackson and all those people um ursey jackson jr i mean and that squad and the like the police officer and they're at this gazebo because there's like some coke stashed away there or something but the bear shows up and so two of the guys like pretend to play dead and the bear goes and lies on one of the guys like lays down on top of him, and they're talking about like what to do is the bear alive is it dead yet um and uh, one of them says something about it being a he. And the guy who's underneath the bear goes, it's a she. And they're like, how do you know? And then the guy says, because its vagina is on my ear. But like... So if I'm not wrong, I don't think bear vaginas
0: are located at their neck.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this bear is laid on top of him. And all you can see are his little feet sticking out from the back of the bear. Um, so he's
0: lined up, coordinated with the bear. Like so, like, it, the it.
1: vagina would be on his ankle. Or right. something, right? But he says on his ear, like it's just it's so a weird, line, odd, and, and like it, there's nothing that can make you believe that it's true. And everyone in the theater probably had the same reaction
0: of like, huh? It's one of those weird moments, and this is just such a random thought, but it's one of those weird moments where the script in the prop department can't come together. It's you know, like
1: it's one of those weird moments where I think anyone with a brain would look at that line and be like. That doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, it's like... Clearly whoever was writing it thought the vagina is going to be on his ear. It's just not what it translates yeah, to on the screen. Yeah,
1: they thought that the bear was going to be the other way around. Yeah. But that did not happen at all. Because um, they were like, ooh, maybe we shouldn't show... Because then his head would kind of be sticking out from his butt. And they'd be like, maybe we shouldn't show a bear vagina on screen. <laughs> Which, hey, valid point. Fair call. Um, But just like redo the line yeah the dude isn't even present he's underneath a bear you could very much just get him back in the booth and say the bear's tits are on my face and that would be so much better yeah
0: agreed do bears have tits i'm sure they probably do <laughs> i can't believe that this is a real podcast we're doing right wait, now. wait huh?
1: let me just like totally destroy my google search history a little more <laughs> it's uh, like meth and theater. look up meth eater, cocaine bear
0: and do bears have tits your FBI agent is looking at He's your like, phone searches what? right now like, huh? What's He's, going on there?
1: What is happening? What is this guy looking up? A mother bear has six nipples. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So Good to know. know. You would be able to know. I'm just saying. Um, I'm not asking for
0: a lot. Just one minute. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So I'm wondering, were you rooting for the cocaine bear, <laughs> were you were you watching this movie going? I want these characters to make it out of here. I'm I'm really hoping that they survive. Or were you like, get them, get them, Cokie the bear, do Literally, it.
1: Literally, the only characters I was concerned about was like the mom, the kids, O'Shea Jackson Jr. and the other guy who had the kid. Yeah,
0: Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone else, I don't give a crap about completely agree. Um I was really rooting for the bear when it was just the bear and Ray Liotta. I was like, "Hell yeah, bear." Bear fucks him up, too. Bear does fuck <laughs> him up. Um but there were some moments where I definitely was rooting for the bear. Like when when the bear uh attacks the Ranger Park, like the Ranger stand, I was like, Kill all those
0: people. They yeah. all suck. Even the ranger lady sucks. True. She yeah, is. She like, gets her ass ripped off and then tries to run away. Tries to run away. <laughs> I thought that was funny. She has a gun.
1: Is she not a ranger? Anywho, um, yes. Yeah, so there's definitely some moments where I was rooting for the bear.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Do we? So this movie ends. Um, oh yes. So the movie ends with. You know what? I'm trying to actually remember the ending. <laughs> we just <laughs> We just, saw just it. watched we it. We just saw it. The movie ends
1: with... Uh, so, like, all those people I just mentioned all get out of the park. And also... Oh, sorry. Ninth subplot point, the crooked cop um, who's working with the detective oh, in the beginning and then yeah. later she's working
0: with Ray Liotta. That doesn't even come around at all. She just Does leaves. Not, she's no. literally like to Ray, Ray Liotta, I'm gonna leave. She just leaves.
1: Yeah. So, as she's leaving, she gives... The detective's dog, new dog, to, um, uh, what's his name again?
0: Alden Ehrenreich.
1: Alden Ehrenreich. I'm going to remember that. No, it's no, not
0: no. as easy to say as Harrison Ford, so maybe that's why he didn't get a second Han Solo movie. Ooh! <laughs> no, um, shout out him. He's a good actor. I'm just kidding. Anywho, uh,
1: Alden Ehrenreich uh, gets the detective's dog. Right. Um, and him and O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, drive away. Uh,
0: hopefully to live a better life Who knows Fun little line from O'Shea Jackson Jr. As they're about to leave He says the dog's not on cocaine right <laughs> Yeah the dog's not on cocaine Which is kind of funny Yeah Um,
1: And the mother and the two kids Also leave Um, And there's like a weirdly long sequence Of them walking down the same road Where you just see like The ranger Who's like strapped to the medical bed On the ground of the road And like the ambulance Run into a tree or whatever And the police show up and then the movie ends or so we thought because then there's an after credit scene two two after credit scenes um in one of the after credit scenes uh it's i can't even remember what the first one was <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's the first one is um uh o. jackson jr uh, and aaron Wright guy look i can't even remember his that's name that's okay um Ray Liotta's they, son. Yeah, Ray Liotta's son. They come home. Aaron Reich uh, sees his son and the new dog. The dog's chewing on something, which is Ocean Jackson Jr.'s <laughs> fingers. that got shot off. Um, and then uh, the second one happens, and it's the one of the fucking dumb lackeys from um, uh, the park, and he has a bag of cocaine. And he is hitchhiking. Uh, and he gets into this truck and throws the bag of cocaine in the back of a truck where a bunch of sheep are.
0: Really thought we were about to get cocaine sheep. Yeah, and, and then
1: he's like, wait, wait, stop, stop. Before the truck can go off, he goes to the back of the truck, pulls the cocaine out, and just looks at the sheep really like, "Like, are you about to do something? Throws the cocaine in the car and then drives off.
0: Yeah. The actual ending of the movie is someone watching from the distance seeing the bear cubs and the cocaine bear. Yeah. Kind of just rolling around, playing around. And then they make eye contact with the camera and just start giving that, that stare. He's mm-hmm. about to about to rip this dude apart. So does this imply that we have a Cocaine Bear sequel on the way? And here's my next question. Do you want a Cocaine Bear sequel? Not
1: at all. <laughs> I don't want to see this
0: Cocaine Bear again. I want that to be it. I'm glad that the Cocaine Bear lived. Because in real life, as we had mentioned, found dead three months <laughs> later. Not the case here.
1: Yeah, it's about three months later, though.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Um, uh, Yeah,
0: no, I don't want a second movie. It's a lot of narcotics in that bear system. I don't know how long it has left in its lifeline.
1: Like... This is this is the moment where I don't want Cocaine Bear. I want Meth Gator. <laughs>
0: right, right. You know, we, like, give, we do the cinematic universe instead.
1: Exactly. If you ask me if I want a second Cocaine Bear, no. If I if you ask me if I want the cinematic universe to start with Cocaine Bear, I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it.
1: I'm here for it too. I would.
0: I'm also like kind of an idiot, and I would just be like totally up for like Cocaine Bear Two: Lost in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I would, just give it to me. I'll cocaine take it.
1: Cocaine Bear Two. Cocaine Bear Goes to Vegas. (laughs) Cocaine
0: Bear 2. Cocaine Boogaloo. (laughs) Cocaine Boogaloo. Um, You listen. This is a dumb movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There's no other way to say it. This is a dumb movie. Did we have a lot of fun?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was laughing quite a bit. The kills. You know, if a a movie that is centered around kills has even one kill that's able to make me go like, oh shit then it was, it was worth the price of admission, especially on a Sunday, just hanging out. We yeah. just got back from skiing yesterday, and mm-hmm. I'm very sore, and I think Cocaine Bear was just kind of the perfect movie to just sit back in a chair and just let my muscles relax for a little bit. Yeah. Um, what would you... Okay, what would you rate this movie?
1: <laughs> the, like, like you said at the beginning of this episode, the movie podcaster within me is like, what are you doing? But the, like, if I wasn't a movie podcaster, and I was just like, me...
0: I would be like five out of five. Yeah. It it, it hits all my sensibilities as who I am as a a dumb 22-year-old.
1: But in reality, it's like a two and a half. I give it the two and a half for the cocaine bear. The other half of the movie, no.
0: Like really, and I think we've already said this, but just to like reiterate, like everything kind of surrounding the cocaine bear, I could take it or leave it. It doesn't really matter to me. But the movie does succeed on a title as outrageous as Cocaine Bear. And Mm. when you're going to draw audiences to the theater based on a crazy title or like a gimmick, you have to kind of actually do something with that gimmick. And this movie does. There are fun kills. There's bears doing lines off of people's dismembered ankles. There's, you know, faces getting blown up. It's just, I don't know.
1: There's cops being like... Wait, let's not shoot the bear on cocaine. Let's see what happens if we give it more
0: cocaine. Yeah, he's like, let's just see how how this has an effect on him. Well, I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm down to see it too. Yeah, sure, why not? You know, we get Ray Liotta talking about sand in our pussies. It's just, <laughs> just a crazy ride. <laughs> all right, Wesley. Oh, I'm going to give this movie a three. Why? It feels kind of just outrageous because... Two and a half is for when I'm perfectly lukewarm down the middle on a movie. And Cocaine Bear, I'm laughing a lot right now just talking about it. I can't even. Yeah, we're
1: talking about how nuts it is. <laughs> like, the reason why I gave it two and five, uh, 2.5, is because when I left the theater, I was fully lukewarm about the movie. Yeah, you're like, like I'm not really going to think about it. I was it like, again. that was a movie. Um, But you know what? Fair. I, I'll let you have your rating. If you want to give it a three, you give it a three.
0: I don't know. It feels really weird. Maybe it'll go down. <laughs> I think right now I'm just in a in a good mood and it's it's a 3. I'm uh. not thinking with my movie caster brain. I'm thinking my movie caster brain. Movie wow. caster, whoa. Um I'm just thinking that Bear sure did a lot of coke. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a question I have for you. Is this the dumbest podcast we've ever fucking
1: recorded? Dude, we did Shippendale Rescue Rangers. I don't think
0: there's a lot of things that could top that. That's a good movie, though. (laughs) So, the question is, how many times have we said the word, you know what I mean? Like, cocaine bear. Um... Because I think we should be in the running to have our podcast license revoked from us after this episode.
1: <laughs> after this one, it's like, no, don't let them do it anymore. Don't, they can't keep getting away with this.
0: Listen, we started this podcast in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic to talk about serious films that were having an impact on our life and now here we are grown men bear. three years later talking about cocaine bear have we ever done an episode about titanic 666 or have we just mentioned we talked about it in like good. Our, our best movies of the year but not in the best movies section we talked about the worst it. Yeah. The, in the worst at the very beginning of the episode yeah
1: yeah very good yeah um but yeah cocaine bear
0: can't i can't wait for attack of the meth gator um, yes well maybe we'll do a no, we're not going to do a podcast. We have to it. now. Do you want to? We have to. We it, can't not. It'll be a bonus episode. It'll be about 15 to 20 minutes long because yeah. I don't think I'll have much more to say. Even at times in this conversation, I was like, I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> we're really stretching it.
1: <laughs> when we when we do Meth Gator, I'll literally come on and I'll just be like, yeah, the Gator was all meth. <laughs> I, that's, I feel like that's what the movie's going to be about. I don't know. Anyway, we're rambling.
0: Is there a plot for it? No, <laughs> is there one yet? Attack?
1: Does it need one? Is the real question. Does it need a plot, or could I? I honestly could watch an hour and a half of a just a gator on meth.
0: So we have uh, no plot, but we have a picture. Do you want to see it? I can't show the audience. Yes. Um, if you're uh, curious, Google along right now. We're looking at Attack of the Meth Gator. It's all you need to search. Here's the picture. Oh, that looks like something in a Jurassic
1: Park. Yeah. Like, what?
0: <laughs> I'll tell you that gator. It looks meth down. It looks like it's on meth. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh,
1: absolutely wild. But thank you guys so much for listening to this. Nonsense episode. <laughs> um, if you want to check out our other episodes where we actually genuinely talk about movies. Yeah,
0: um, I think our next episode is going to have to be a serious one. We have to talk about like a, a real good movie movie. Uh, yeah, next exactly.
1: Week. Uh, to balance it out. Uh, but if you want to check out other episodes, you can find them on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and you can also find us on Instagram at the Dive In Movie Cast and our individual Instagrams. I'm at Wesley Giffen. I am at Hayden Kudris and it is the same name on our letterbox. So thank you guys so much uh, for listening, and we'll see you next time. But for now,
0: let's see what kind of effect this has.